Welcome to the weekend edition of The Daily Stoic. Each weekday, we bring you a meditation inspired by the ancient Stoics, something to help you live up to those four Stoic virtues of courage, justice, temperance, and wisdom. And then here on the weekend, we take a deeper dive into those same topics. We interview Stoic philosophers. We explore at length how these Stoic ideas can be applied to our actual lives and the challenging issues of our time. Here on the weekend, when you have a little bit more space, when things have slowed down, be sure to take some time to think, to go for a walk, to sit with your journal, and most importantly, to prepare for what the week ahead may bring. The Daily Stoic is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. One of the cool things about podcasts is that you can multitask while you're listening, but depending on what you're doing right now, like for instance, if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else you could be doing. You could be getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy and you could save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $700 on average and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts, discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner and more. So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year. So you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com to join over 29 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $698 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. Hey, it's Ryan. Welcome to another Sunday episode of the Daily Stoic Podcast. We've got another letter from Seneca. Uh, we've been pulling some excerpts from Tim Ferriss's wonderful produced audiobook, The Tao of Seneca, which you can get for free at tim.blog Seneca as a PDF or pick up on Audible. Uh, with an Audible credit, or you can click the link in today's episode and grab that. Um, I just love Seneca's letters so much uh, that here we are 2,000 years later, able to sort of peek in on this wonderful friendship and conversation he was having uh, with the one and only Lucilius. Um, great money quote from today's episode. I have no fear of death since I have no fear of ceasing to exist. It is the same as not having begun nor do I shrink from changing into another state because I shall under no conditions be as cramped as I am now in my mortal body. That's Seneca, who uh, ultimately did have to come face to face with death when Nero's goons came for him. But uh, that was well after he wrote this wonderful little letter. And uh, I hope you do check out the audiobook, The Tao of Seneca. As I said, you can get it for free as a PDF at tim.blog Seneca. And we carry the Penguin Classics translation of Letters of a Stoic, one of my favorite books, the second book of Stoicism I ever read, here at The Painted Porch in Bastrop, Texas, as well as thepaintedporch.com. Letter 65. On the First Cause. 
I shared my time yesterday with ill health. It claimed for itself all the period before noon. In the afternoon, however, it yielded to me. And so I first tested my spirit by reading. Then, when reading was found to be possible, I dared to make more demands upon the spirit, or perhaps I should say, to make more concessions to it. I wrote a little, and indeed with more concentration than usual, for I am struggling with a difficult subject and do not wish to be downed. In the midst of this, some friends visited me with the purpose of employing force and of restraining me, as if I were a sick man indulging in some excess. So conversation was substituted for writing, and from this conversation I shall communicate to you the topic which is still the subject of debate, for we have appointed you referee. You have more of a task on your hands than you suppose, for the argument is threefold. Our Stoic philosophers, as you know, declare that there are two things in the universe which are the source of everything, namely, cause and matter. Matter lies sluggish, a substance ready for any use, but sure to remain unemployed if no one sets it in motion. Cause, however, by which we mean reason, molds matter and turns it in whatever direction it will, producing thereby various concrete results. Accordingly, there must be, in the case of each thing, that from which it is made, and, next, an agent by which it is made. The former is its material, the latter its cause. All art is but imitation of nature. Therefore, let me apply these statements of general principles to the things which have to be made by man. A statue, for example, has afforded matter which was to undergo treatment at the hands of the artist, and has had an artist who was to give form to the matter. Hence, in the case of the statue, the material was bronze, the cause was the workman. And so it goes with all things. They consist of that which is made, and of the maker. The Stoics believe in one cause only, the maker. But Aristotle thinks that the word cause can be used in three ways. The first cause, he says, is the actual matter, without which nothing can be created. The second is the workman. The third is the form, which is impressed upon every work, a statue, for example. This last is what Aristotle calls the edos. There is two, says he, a fourth, the purpose of the work as a whole. Now, I shall show you what this last means. Bronze is the first cause of the statue, for it could never have been made unless there had been something from which it could be cast and molded. The second cause is the artist, for without the skilled hands of a workman, that bronze could not have been shaped to the outlines of the statue. The third cause is the form, inasmuch as our statue could never be called the lance-bearer or the boy binding his hair, had not this special shape been stamped upon it. The fourth cause is the purpose of the work, for if this purpose had not existed, the statue would not have been made. Now, what is this purpose? It is that which attracted the artist which he followed when he made the statue. It may have been money if he has made it for sale, or renown if he has worked for reputation, or religion if he has wrought it as a gift for a temple. Therefore, this also is a cause contributing towards the making of the statue, 
Or do you think that we should avoid including, among the causes of a thing which has been made, that element without which the thing in question would not have been made? To these four, Plato adds a fifth cause, the pattern which he himself calls the idea, for it is this that the artist gazed upon when he created the work which he had decided to carry out. Now, it makes no difference whether he has this pattern outside himself, that he may direct his glance to it, or within himself, conceived and placed there by himself. God has within himself these patterns of all things, and his mind comprehends the harmonies and the measures of the whole totality of things which are to be carried out. He is filled with these shapes which Plato calls the ideas, imperishable, unchangeable, not subject to decay. And therefore, though men die, humanity itself, or the idea of man, according to which man is molded, lasts on, and though men toil and perish, it suffers no change. Accordingly, there are five causes, as Plato says, the material, the agent, the makeup, the model, and the end in view. Last comes the result of all these. Just as in the case of the statue, to go back to the figure with which we began, the material is the bronze, the agent is the artist, the makeup is the form which is adapted to the material, the model is the pattern imitated by the agent, the end in view is the purpose in the maker's mind, and finally, the result of all these is the statue itself. The universe also, in Plato's opinion, possesses all these elements. The agent is God, the source, matter, the form, the shape and the arrangement of the visible world. The pattern is doubtless the model, according to which God has made this great and most beautiful creation. The purpose is his object in so doing. Do you ask what God's purpose is? It is goodness. Plato, at any rate, says, What was God's reason for creating the world? God is good, and no good person is grudging of anything that is good. Therefore, God made it the best world possible. Hand down your opinion, then, O judge. State who seems to you to say what is truest, and not who says what is absolutely true. For to do that is as far beyond our ken as truth itself. This throng of causes, defined by Aristotle and by Plato, embraces either too much or too little. For if they regard as causes of an object that is to be made, everything without which the object cannot be made, they have named too few. Time must be included among the causes, for nothing can be made without time. They must also include place, for if there be no place where a thing can be made, it will not be made. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the job. In fact, we were just hiring for Daily Stoke and we found our new podcast editor on LinkedIn Jobs because LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. Over 2.5 small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring like we do, as I was just saying, because LinkedIn isn't just a job board. It helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours, sometimes even faster than that. You can hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash stoic. That's linkedin.com slash stoic to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
and motion too. Nothing is either made or destroyed without motion. There is no art without motion, no change of any kind. Now, however, I am searching for the first, the general cause. This must be simple inasmuch as matter too is simple. Do we ask what cause is? It is surely creative reason, in other words, God. For those elements to which you referred are not a great series of independent causes. They all hinge on one alone, and that will be the creative cause. Do you maintain that form is a cause? This is only what the artist stamps upon his work. It is part of a cause, but not the cause. Neither is the pattern a cause, but an indispensable tool of the cause. His pattern is as indispensable to the artist as the chisel or the file. Without these, art can make no progress. But for all that, these things are neither parts of the art nor causes of it. Then, perhaps you will say, the purpose of the artist, that which leads him to undertake to create something, is the cause. It may be a cause. It is not, however, the efficient cause, but only an accessory cause. But there are countless accessory causes. What we are discussing is the general cause. Now the statement of Plato and Aristotle is not in accord with their usual penetration, when they maintain that the whole universe, the perfectly wrought work, is a cause. For there is a great difference between a work and the cause of a work. Either give your opinion or, as is easier in cases of this kind, declare that the matter is not clear and call for another hearing. But you will reply, What pleasure do you get from wasting your time on these problems, which relieve you of none of your emotions, rout none of your desires? So far as I am concerned, I treat and discuss them as matters which contribute greatly toward calming the spirit, and I search myself first, and then the world about me. And not even now am I, as you think, wasting my time. For all these questions, provided that they be not chopped up and torn apart into such unprofitable refinements, elevate and lighten the soul, which is weighted down by a heavy burden and desires to be freed and to return to the elements of which it was once a part. For this body of ours is a weight upon the soul and its penance. As the load presses down, the soul is crushed and is in bondage. Unless philosophy has come to its assistance, and has bid it take fresh courage by contemplating the universe, and has turned it from things earthly to things divine. There it has its liberty. There it can roam abroad. Meantime it escapes the custody in which it is bound, and renews its life in heaven. Just as skilled workmen, who have been engaged upon some delicate piece of work which wearies their eyes with straining, if the light which they have is niggardly or uncertain, Go forth into the open air, and in some park devoted to the people's recreation to light their eyes in the generous light of day, so the soul, imprisoned as it has been in this gloomy and darkened house, seeks the open sky whenever it can, and in the contemplation of the universe finds rest. The wise man, the seeker after wisdom, is bound closely indeed to his body but he is an absentee so far as his better self is concerned, and he concentrates his thoughts upon lofty things. Bound, so to speak, to his oath of allegiance, he regards the period of life as his term of service. 
He is so trained that he neither loves nor hates life. He endures a mortal lot, although he knows that an ampler lot is in store for him. Do you forbid me to contemplate the universe? Do you compel me to withdraw from the whole and restrict me to a part? May I not ask what are the beginnings of all things? Who molded the universe? Who took the confused and conglomerate mass of sluggish matter and separated it into its parts? May I not inquire who is the master builder of this universe? How the mighty bulk was brought under the control of law and order? Who gathered together the scattered atoms? Who separated the disordered elements and assigned an outward form to elements that lay in one vast shapelessness? Or whence came all the expanse of light? And whether is it fire, or even brighter than fire? Am I not to ask these questions? Must I be ignorant of the heights whence I have descended? Whether I am to see this world but once, or to be born many times? What is my destination afterwards? What abode awaits my soul on its release from the laws of slavery among men? Do you forbid me to have a share in heaven? In other words, do you bid me live with my head bowed down? No, I am above such an existence. I was born to a greater destiny than to be a mere chattel of my body, and I regard this body as nothing but a chain which manacles my freedom. Therefore, I offer it as a sort of buffer to fortune, and shall allow no wound to penetrate through to my soul. For my body is the only part of me which can suffer injury. In this dwelling, which is exposed to peril, my soul lives free. Never shall this flesh drive me to feel fear or to assume any pretense that is unworthy of a good man. Never shall I lie in order to honor this petty body. When it seems proper, I shall sever my connection with it. And at present, while we are bound together, our alliance shall nevertheless not be one of equality. The soul shall bring all quarrels before its own tribunal. To despise our bodies is sure freedom. To return to our subject, this freedom will be greatly helped by the contemplation of which we were just speaking. All things are made up of matter and of God. God controls matter, which encompasses him and follows him as its guide and leader. And that which creates, in other words, God, is more powerful and precious than matter, which is acted upon by God. God's place in the universe corresponds to the soul's relation to man. World matter corresponds to our mortal body. Therefore, let the lower serve the higher. Let us be brave in the face of hazards. Let us not fear wrongs or wounds or bonds or poverty. And what is death? It is either the end or a process of change. I have no fear of ceasing to exist. It is the same as not having begun. Nor do I shrink from changing into another state, because I shall, under no conditions, be as cramped as I am now. Farewell. You know, the Stoics in real life met at what was called the Stoa, the Stoa Pokile, the painted porch in ancient Athens. Obviously, we can't all get together in one place. Uh, first off, because this community is like hundreds of thousands of people, and we'd 
couldn't fit in one space. But we have made a, a special digital version of the Stoic. We're calling it Daily Stoic Life. It's an awesome community. You can talk about, like today's episode, you can talk about the emails, ask questions. That's one of my favorite parts is interacting with all these people who are using Stoicism to be better in their actual real lives. You get more Daily Stoic meditations over the weekend, uh, just for the Daily Stoic Life members, quarterly Q&As with me, cloth-bound edition of our Best of Meditations, plus a whole bunch of other stuff, including discounts. And this is the best part, all our Daily Stoic courses and challenges totally for free, hundreds of dollars of value every single year, including our New Year, New You Challenge. We'd love to have you join us. There's a two-week trial totally for free. Check it out at dailystoiclife.com. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Do you want to hear about the $100 wedding dress that just saved Abercrombie? Or the tech acquisition that was just like Game of Thrones? Or the one financial equation that can solve climate change? Then check out our daily podcast, The Best One Yet, or as we call it, T-Boy. This is Nick. This is Jack. And we pick the three most interesting business news stories every day for the perfect mix. 20 minutes each morning, you're going to feel brighter. We call it pop biz, don't we, Jack? Where pop culture meets business news. So whether you want to kick off a conversation with your buddies or you're going for that promotion at work or you just want to know the trends before your friends. Feel brighter by starting your morning with us every weekday. Listen to the best one yet on the Wondery app or wherever you get your pods. You can listen to the best one yet ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen on Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like The Best One Yet, How I Built This, and many more, Wondery means business.